Hello everyone and welcome back. This is The Writer's Wardrobe. I am Loomis Lutnack and this is episode 9. I've been at it for over two months now and more than 500 people have enjoyed listening to this writer ramble on and argue with figments of his imagination, all while shut inside a walk-in wardrobe because it has the best acoustics in the house. This week, however, I've had to make a change. I'm currently recording from deep inside Bobby Lid Forest. That's right, listeners, the writer's wardrobe has moved outside. That means this week it's technically the writer's outdoors, or the writer's retreat, or the writer's stuck outside in the forest. Now, there's a logical reason behind this, and that is that Casserot is simply too big to fit inside the wardrobe. He's here with me now. Say hello, Cass. Hello, Loomis. How have you been? How can you ask me that? Well, I mean, it's a talk show, so... You've not spoken to me in five years. Ah. Well, you dropped me off on a beach with nothing but me name, a pretty girl and a wand. Then you didn't speak to me for five years. That doesn't sound too bad. It wouldn't have been, except that nothing ever happened because all that followed was a blank page. I can only apologise. Does my story end on the beach, Loomis? It only just started on the beach. Yes, but five years is so long. Jessica Willis wrote an entire novel in that time. Yes, well, she'll be on the show next week for our super special 10th episode. That doesn't do me any good. I'll be trapped behind a blank page again by that time. That sounds like my cue to change the topic. Now, you grew up in North Fork, correct? True. On the streets of North Fork, more specifically. A street urchin? Yeah, that's me. I probably would have died in the gutter were it not for a few kind souls along the way. That was all before I was turned into this... monster. Nobody else than monsters. That must be hard. It's life. They're just scared, that's all. Reminds me of this one little fella... Used to come visit my corner. It was snowing, and this chubby little tit comes out of nowhere with a blanket and two fruitcakes stuffed beneath his tunic. They're all squashed up because he'd fallen on them or something. Didn't affect the taste, thank gods. He was very timid when he approached. Probably had something to do with the fact that I was twice his size. Height-wise, I mean, not girth. Do you remember his name? Squelcher or Screecher, Screamer, something like that. I would have died probably that night, if not for his kindness. I don't know where he came from, seemed to spend all his time on the streets helping people. I think he might have been a noble or something. What makes you think that? He just didn't belong. Too well-spoken, too clean and fat. You can't get chubby living on the streets. So he gave you a blanket, shared some cake with you, and what then? Well, we became friends, formed a band, all the good stuff. I wrote a song called The Wicked Busty Lady, which can be heard at any tavern from Norfolk to Thumbuck. Have you heard it? I can't say we've ever had it on the show. Pity. I'd love to play it for you, but my voice never recovered after that shield rim I took to the throat. Anyway, he'd tell you he wrote it. Jimmy, the other member, would say the same. But it was me, really, no denying. So, you lost contact with Screecher? Yeah, I got myself knighted somehow, and got called away to fight the last dragon. Last time I saw the boy, he was washing himself up in the river outside town. He was naked, scrubbing some armour to a shine. Felt like a good time for a circular ending, so I gave him back his blanket. I'm sure he appreciated that. Oh, yeah. Nobody'd want to be naked when a thousand knights on horseback ride past. Ah, so this was the day of the battle. Yeah. So, like any good friend, I ripped the blanket off his shoulders as soon as everyone was close enough. He took it well. Always had a good sense of humour. Though I think he was a little crushed he didn't get to come with us. Well, he's managed to get a novel out of his adventures, so he hasn't done too badly. Poor bugger's probably stuck in his first chapter somewhere like myself. Well... Actually, I finished the first draft of his story a while ago. You finished it? Yes. Wrote it all in about two years. So you finished a new story instead of finishing mine? Pretty much. I just haven't been in... 
Well, you know. No, I don't know, Loomis. Why don't you tell me? Well, it's just that... Spit it out! It's nothing personal. He's just a funnier character. I was having more fun with his story. I'm done here. No, Casserot, come... I don't want anyone to see you roaming around out here. Casserot!